Welcome to the house call. We are back. It is the final football show of the season. Very sad moment, but nonetheless, we are going to discuss the big game that was forced to happen this past Sunday with the Eagles and the Chiefs. The Chiefs coming out victorious. All right, we're going to start things off. Ethan, what are your thoughts on this show? This show, this game. The show, oh. The show, the show that happened. <laughs> uh, well, the entire game itself, it was it was a really good fucking game. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think there was a, really any single dry moment in that entire game throughout four quarters. It was always something happening. And that's what I love about the Super Bowl most of the time. I'm going to reiterate most of the time. Um, it, overall, I mean you look away for a couple minutes and it seemed like either Philly or Kansas city scored, mm-hmm. especially during that second half. Oh yeah. I mean, overall, I loved this game. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think especially to the last few Super Bowls, I, I dare I say have seemed to be on the, the more boring side. Yeah. Um, so it was really refreshing to finally have what seemed like a, a, an entertaining true feeling of a Super Bowl back. But moving on, Nick, what were you thinking about this game? Uh, I thought, I mean, obviously, like what Ethan said, it was like a very interesting game, like Mm -hmm. a lot of scoring, a lot of offense. It was pretty interesting that the Eagles weren't able to run the ball very well against the Chiefs. I thought the Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs defense did really well in the game. And uh, obviously Mahomes did did what Mahomes does. So He, he, he did it. Yeah, I, I, I'm i going to move on with Josh. I know Josh has some Mahomes takes, as do I. So I'm kind of intrigued to see where this goes. Josh, what were you thinking on this game? Well, I was first and foremost just so excited because last week I feel like I called all of this. You guys could, you know, tune into last week's episode. Um, I was asked, is Mahomes going to throw an interception? No, he's not. Is Mahomes going to win a Super Bowl? Well, yes, he will. Who's going to turn the ball over? Well, oh, that's right. I said Jalen Hurts is going to fumble the ball on a strip sack or fumble. So, you know what? I was feeling good. I was feeling amazing. (laughs) Let me go ahead. Wait, my question is, were you only rooting against the Eagles solely because you're a Cowboys fan? Or did you, was there actually any reasons behind it besides Cowboys fandom you know what besides my bias uh over here in the NFC East it's going to be a long off season for us that's that's for another time but <laughs> besides that I'm just someone that as as well as you guys we're witnessing greatness and yeah. this is someone that has a chance in this generation to be in that rivalry in that mm-hmm. goat conversation and so I'm just happy we're all living in it. And I was rooting for one five to take it home. Speaking right. of one, speaking yes, of one five, other. let's go. Bring it. Yes. Out. Only five seasons as a starter, the greatest opening five years as a starter ever. Allow me to elaborate. Mahomes is now a two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time Super Bowl MVP, two-time league MVP. Uh, We'll get to that later, uh, something he was able to do as a league MVP. Um, And a five-time Pro Bowler, one-time Offensive Player of the Year, two times All-Pro, 12 or more wins, sustained success, 12 or more wins in five straight seasons. And what do you know? Five straight division titles. He lost Tyreek Hill. 
he had more talent going out than coming in and they said oh the broncos are gonna take it raiders are gonna take it how about justin herbert over there it didn't matter you're right we all we all want to talk about that questionable call the holding call at the end of the game but how about that uh fumble uh recovery taken for a touchdown that was a call back for the chiefs that was taken back that's what i'm most upset about it should have been a 10 point game but let me go over the second half stats for mahomes in the biggest game of his career dare i say a flu game dare i say his high ankle uh, no no wait game. i'm gonna cut you off real fast i I'm gonna <laughs> flu game the flu game and Patrick Mahomes playing on a bad ankle are two very separate topics. And I get it that it's time to be selfish and it's for your team, but the potential chance of you having a lifelong injury and doing something extremely damaging to your ankle and screwing over your team is far greater than you playing with the flu. I digress from there. Anyway. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So it even helps. It's, it's an even bigger game than the flu game. Thank you so much. Um, the second half stats in the biggest game of his career. He had one incompletion in the second half. Guess what? It was a throwaway. Okay, so uh, it was a smart incompletion. 24 offensive points, 93% completion rate, two touchdowns, and a perfect, spell it out, perfect passer rating in the second half. He scored on all four drives. Okay, so he becomes the only league MVP. This is what we're tailing back to. He becomes the only league MVP to play against the number one defense in the Super Bowl and win. Last time that happened, 1999. Here's the last three for you. Cam Newton against that Denver team, 10 points in a loss. Peyton Manning against the Seahawks, what a snooze fest that was. Eight points in a loss. We'll get back to Manning in a second. Rich Gannon, love the man, 21 points in a loss. They were outscored 115 points to 39. Dot, 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 insert Patrick Mahomes. Once some QBs get paid this offseason, this is amazing. He could be the 10th highest paid QB in the league after this offseason. It's going to be crazy. Jalen Hurts might be paid more than him on that extension. Now let's talk about the Brady and Mahomes, you know, comparison. And dare I, dare I enter this realm? Brady and Mahomes are the only QBs ever when the big, the bigger the moment the better they play, okay? That 28 to three deficit, we mm -hmm. all know how Brady does in the in Super Bowls. Yep. Brady won three in his first four to five years, but he also won three in his first 14 years. He didn't win for a while after that. So can we give Patrick Mahomes about eight more years to win one Super Bowl and he might be still on track for that GOAT conversation? I think so. Yeah, I again, I, I think GOAT, the GOAT conversation, and we were talking about this right before the recording started, there's no real true definition of what a GOAT is, in my opinion. So I think what what the conversation, and I, I was just having this conversation about LeBron James was obviously with his recent record. So two completely different sports, but this is, still falls under the same category. Of There's all different eras and chapters of sports. And I think we just witnessed the ending of an era that was – Brady, Manning, and I think Rodgers will follow soon, uh, follow suit soon with that. So you watched a different era of quarterbacks play, and that's now ended, and we're now moving into a different era with Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes. So I think the concept of what the GOAT is, is the person that truly, to me, is the crazy, defining 
icon of a sport and why I think Tom Brady will always hold that title is he really truly did create a crazy identity for what a quarterback is. Why MJ holds that in basketball to me is there was no such thing as an international superstar sport player. And Jordan created that, especially in the Olympics and that the 90s dream team. So I think that that's where some people misconstrued because there's such a different, different, different definition, say that 10 times fast for what a goat is. But Nick or Ethan, either of you have thoughts on that? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to go in that rabbit hole just yet. Just yet. <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, the big game came and went. Uh, personally, I really enjoyed every aspect of this game right down to the halftime show. Love my girl, Rihanna. But there was so much that happened over the course of this season. You can even, if we want to count back preseason, we can go back to some August moments, memories. Overall, let's start with Nick. Any crazy thoughts, games, players, things that happened this season that was really exciting and made you really happy to be a fan and or analyst of the sport? Uh, I uh, Going back to the Bills versus the Vikings game, that was by far the best game of the season, in my <laughs> opinion. Overall, just a crazy game. Uh, I mean, you have Josh Island fumbling on the one-yard line when the game should have been over. Mm -hmm. Justin Jefferson making possibly the best catch of all time. Yep. And and it was a late later in the season game with stuff on the line. Yeah, that was by far like my favorite game of the season. Probably the one of my favorite games I've ever watched. Any any players that notably this season were just it, maybe it's like a crazy come behind player or somebody that you know you may, maybe weren't even expecting to enjoy watching. Anybody that was stand out? Uh, Geno Smith. Uh, okay. Uh, everybody thought he would uh, come in like be a one-year bridge type yeah. of player, and uh, I think he played really well. Yeah, uh, made a lot of made a lot of tough throws, which is, is yeah. a something like a lot of uh, teams have schemes that kind of hide quarterbacks. Like I think the 49ers do that really well, hiding yeah. quarterbacks' weakness. But I think uh, Geno Smith actually might be a legit quarterback, and uh, I, I'm. Pretty interested to see how uh, how he's going to get paid this offseason. Yeah, well, he didn't write back to me, so hopefully he writes back to you. Ethan, what about you? Any crazy thoughts, games, players, you name it? Honestly, I feel like someone has to mention the Vikings comeback game. Someone has to mention it. And yeah. it's going to be me. <laughs> So, I mean, right, I, for O on Vikings today. All right. I know. It, it's, I, it's like something I never thought I'd ever like say in my life is I enjoyed watching a Vikings game multiple times in a season. With Kirk Cousins. It's crazy. <laughs> um, the only one of the reasons why I was so into this game in the first place is uh, I may or may not have Kirk Cousins starting that game. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> um, no, overall, I mean, you go into that game and it's at halftime. And it's like, wow, I should probably turn this off but i'm yeah. not going to and it turned out to be a great choice of not turning off that game because you get to witness history yeah yeah yep i loved that game probably more than most games this season besides i would i would realistically say obviously vikings and bills as well once again it just hurts me to say two vikings games <laughs> No, I, I like it, though. I, I think it's crazy because those are two teams throughout the season that people were 
so hyped up on and it's it was crazy to see how their seasons did come to an end so that that's that's an an eye-opening thing to talk about and a player that i just i didn't like actually expect to do so well this year obviously jalen hurts i didn't like the guy in his first couple seasons and then he goes into this season he flips everyone off and says watch me and he just goes off I think he's. I, listen, I'm not. I'm not the biggest Eagles fan, and it has nothing to do with the idea of the Eagles and the team itself. Uh, unlike the NFC East person down there, uh, for me, I can't do Eagles fans, and I've said this out loud n- numerous times. Uh, that's what. That's what really does it for me as Eagles fans. But I think Jalen Hurts is what Lamar Jackson wants to be. I think that might be a controversial statement, but I feel like Jalen Hurts is what Lamar aspires and tries to be because Jalen can and is successful on the ground, but is also successful through the air. And I find that Lamar, very successful on the ground, he is good through the air, but isn't reached a complete success level of in the air. So I I think that I would agree. I think he was a fun player to watch and especially with his development over the last couple of years that wasn't astoundingly great for him to come out this season and really perform was fun to watch so good good point josh is over here itching over over the eagles and jalen hurts talk yes Yes. well let me go ahead and first jump on the jump on the vikings trend um uh, one of my favorite moments of the year was uh what was that score Oh yeah, forty to three against the Vikings. Dallas be, uh, just crushing the Vikings, yeah. uh, really exposing them as a what eleven, twelve win team. They they had a point deficit. It, it's it was unbelievable. They were absolutely exposed. Another moment I loved was going down 0-1, losing Dak Prescott, saying, "All right, let's just have our Cowboys lose this out so we can get a high draft pick," and then coming back in playoff contention with with Dak healthy was a complete turnaround for my Cowboys. But it does hurt me to say this. I am absolutely impressed with the development of Jalen Hurts, uh, just where he started, his yep. doubters at the beginning of the season. Um, you know, they were talking about, oh, with those two high draft picks the Eagles got, they're probably going to draft a QB. I don't even think that's a question anymore. He's about to get the extension with yeah. Philly. Fly, Eagles, fly for him. Um, my favorite quote from him, uh, he's an all-time great quotes guy, like unbelievable quotes. He <laughs> he said, I had a purpose before anyone else had an opinion, so why would I care about their opinion? Dak could never, man. I was so no. impressed. <laughs> seeing the fall of Dak this season and seeing the rise of Jalen really, really hurt my soul. Yeah. Um, a, a topic that I did want to talk about was uh, Jalen Hurts. Was he better than Mahomes in the Super Bowl? Um I don't know what you guys think, but uh, I, I think winning has always been a QB stat. And even though he had the three rushing touchdowns, uh, one passing, more passing yards, he did not play more clutch than Patrick Mahomes this game. And for one sole reason, he had that fumble that uh, basically lost them the game. He had that fumble where it was returned for a touchdown, and that was the only mistake made by a QB this game. So. Mahomes, no interceptions, one incompletion in the second half, 38 points, should have been 41 if uh, Butker made that field goal. But 
he's he's an amazing talent. I'd put him top six in the league right now uh, behind Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes on one leg, and then you can fill in the rest. All right. what Ethan or Nick, your thoughts on which quarterback played better, Jalen or Patrick? Nick, you want to start this off? All right. Um, <laughs> I, I think I think Jalen uh, played better as a as like an all around player, but I think Patrick was the better passer of, of that game. I think Patrick took care of the ball, and that's just what he needed to do. The Eagles were holding on to the ball, making a trying to keep the ball out of his hands. He played safe football, scored on every drive in the second half. Uh, but Jalen Hurts was carrying that offense with yeah. the. The Eagles running back combining for a total of 2.6 yards per air. Jalen Hurts, 15 rushes, 70 yards, three touchdowns, 300 in the air. I, he he had to he carried that offense. So I, I think Jalen Hurts played better, but I think uh, that fumble was costly, and uh, yeah. Mahomes ended up just taking care and doing what he needed to do. Ethan, you looked like you had something to say on this. So. Yeah, I'm not gonna suck off Patrick Mahomes right here too much. <laughs> Uh, not not as much as Josh. No offense, man. I just met you, but Jesus Christ, man. Um, he, he must have won a lot of money. That's that's my thought. Maybe. I'm feeling I, good. Maybe. I'm feeling good. <laughs> um, no, I mean both played stellar, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Obviously, you have that costly fumble, but in the end, I mean, Jalen Hurts. It takes a lot to carry an entire offense yep. in a fucking Super Bowl. Yep. You can't just write that off. No. Obviously. Patrick Mahomes may have been superior in the passing game, but when you are really the only reason why the Eagles scored most of the time, it's just you can't write something off like that. Rushing Jalen Hurts is so superior when it ca- when it comes to that QB sneak. I mean, it seems yeah. like it, it's his perfected craft at this point. I loved all the. It, it seems like no defense can stop it. Too. The over-the-top angles were really yeah. like insane to dissect and watch. I, I think there, there's the difference of, I think both Nick and Ethan are describing versus what Josh is. Josh is going for more of a statistical side of it, whereas Ethan and Nick are talking about, and you can't really knock and say that Patrick Mahomes didn't play with heart, but I think you look at somebody like Jalen Hurts, he went out there and he... He did not care. He was making a hit. It his mission for the Eagles' offense to be in the game, whereas Patrick Mahomes, yes, he was playing. He was doing what he needed to do. I think we're talking two different theories of of who played better. Overall, I think both quarterbacks played amazing, and there was definitely a lot of great playing ability. And I think, as again, I was talking about, we're in a new chapter, a new era of quarterbacks. I think we can all say this quarterback class that we are dealing with for the next 10 years, give or take, we're all going to be excited to watch no matter what. They're they're going to be an insane quarterback class. I think my highlight of the season is I'm going to go with maybe a little, little bit out of left field here. The Jacksonville Jaguars. I was very high on them, and I've talked about this before from the beginning of the season all the way through to the end. I was so excited to see that come up to – I love watching how coaching and players mesh and become better versions of each other. And you can look back at very famous quarterback coaching unions uh, and we're seeing it happen where 
a lot of quarterbacks and coaches aren't really meshing, i.e. one big one is Kyler Murray and his former coach Cliff Kingsbury. And it's happening. The Indianapolis Colts are always struggling with coaching and their quarterbacks. We're seeing it happen with so many teams. So to watch a team be able to mesh together and finally find their good version of a coach and quarterback to be together for the next few years is always great to me. So I think that was definitely going to be my highlight is watching that team develop. And I'm excited to see what they do next year. But all right, that was our ending fun episode of the season here at the house call. Thank you guys so much for joining as always follow. Like we said, this is the last football talk of the, of the year for the foreseeable future. We'll talk about some free agency and draft and all that great stuff. Come april and so on but for now that is us signing off my name is jill with ethan josh and nick and we wish you happy success in your nba and nhl nhl seasons now and mlb starting soon bye guys